Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Zivi Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. This 30-minute podcast features a new author interviewed by me, every single day, 365 days a year for about 30 minutes. I am also the publisher for Zibby Books, which publishes 12 books a year in fiction and memoir. Our books are already out now. You can check it out on zibbybooks.com. And we have a magazine called Zibby Mag, where we have lots of wonderful essays and lifestyle features. That's at zibbymag.com. We have classes at zibbyclasses.com. And I recently opened a bookstore in LA called Zibby's Bookshop at 1113 Montana Avenue at 11th Street in San Monica. I hope that you are able to enjoy some of our other offerings. But this here podcast is the basis of all of it and started in 2018. And no matter what I do, this is basically my favorite thing. Enjoy. Elisa Licht is the author of On Brand, Shape Your Narrative, Share Your Vision, Shift Their Perception. She is an award-winning marketer, best-selling author, podcaster, personal branding expert, and the founder of Leave Your Mark, a multimedia brand and consultancy. She advises businesses and mentors, individuals on brand building and career development, which we talk about on the show. Aliza leverages over two decades of expertise in branding, marketing, communications, and digital strategy in the fashion industry. She was named one of America's next top mentors by the New York Times and Business Insider's top 20 most innovative career coaches on brand is a comprehensive guide to building your personal brand online and in real life. Hi, Aliza. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to talk about on brand, shape your narrative, share your vision, shift their perception. I am so honored to be here, Zibby. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to discuss. There are so many tips, strategies, ideas, and more in this book, but also your own story. And I want you to tell that first because it's so interesting how you built a massive following and did so like in secret and then like were revealed and this whole, I mean, it's amazing the story. So, so talk all about basically how you came into all this, your role in fashion, how you've taken branding and just exploded it and made a user guide for everyone else. Okay. So first of all, thanks for the great question. So I grew up in fashion working in corporate PR, spending 17 years working for Donna Karen. 
normal corporate PR job. And in 2009, we were faced with this newish platform called Twitter. And we were like, maybe we should get on it. And sitting around a marketing meeting um, one day, we were debating how we would get on it. And my big fear working in PR was that people would think Donna Karen, the person, was tweeting. And obviously that has a whole host of problems because it's like, who's writing that copy? Who's responding? So it was the time when like Gossip Girl season two or something was like the rage. And I was like, well, why, why can't we just do it like Gossip Girl and create an anonymous character that can be the voice of the brand? And no one has to know who it is. So that was the idea. And, and I was like, we can call her DQI PR girl. And when we pitched it to our legal team, they were like, great. Only one person can do this, Aliza, because you're the SVP of global communications. It's going to be you. So honestly, Zibby, I was like, okay, sure. I had no idea what I was signing up for. Didn't know what Twitter was. And then started to tweet. And I think the biggest lesson here in the early days was really, it was all about, and it still is, telling a great story right? And you can relate to that. Telling a great story, not selling anything. And I learned that by doing. And I was anonymous for two years as this person behind their Twitter handle, which is crazy in our world where no one keeps a secret or says like, don't tell anyone, but. And finally came out in 2011 as the person behind their Twitter handle. But what I was doing the whole time on Twitter, in addition to sharing like my escapades with celebrity dressing or fashion week was actually giving out career advice. So one day an editor called me cold and was like, I think you should write a book. And that is what led to leave your mark, which was my first book and cut to, you know, I come out as this person, there's like 230 million media impressions of this news, which was wild. (laughs) I have this book now, leave your mark. And it's 2015, and all of a sudden it becomes very clear the company is changing, they're getting a new CEO, they're getting new creative directors, and I'm like, it's time for me to go. And this is where On Brand picks up. So this is, so Leave Your Mark ends, that book ends, and Leave Your Mark is very much like the devil wears Prada meets career advice. And On Brand picks up right from the height of my career at Donna Karen, where I have created a personal brand for something I don't own. And I think that's really, really important because I had all these millions of followers, like you mentioned, but they were not mine. Mm. And then I'm faced with, okay, now I'm going to leave this company. I don't have this lofty title anymore. I'm not part of LVMH. Yes, I have a book, but now what? And so On Brand starts with my rebrand from corporate PR person to entrepreneur, wannabe entrepreneur and author. Unreal. This whole thing is so cool. (laughs) Wait, tell me more what it was like in that moment when you decided to reveal who you were and what was it like having this whole secret identity for a couple of years? Like what, what was that even like? Like, and how often were you tweeting and like, what did you tell me more of the learnings from that that are in just the whole thing? So this was like a side hustle for my real job. So I was still doing my regular role as as SVP global communications. I was tweeting probably a hundred times a day. A hundred times a day? But like like out of passion, like no one was making me do this, Sydney. Like 
seven days a week. I was responding to everyone. I had then, I started a blog on Tumblr. I, you know, later on Instagram didn't exist. So later on I, I started on Instagram. It was, it was fascinating to connect with people around the world. And the questions were often like, you know, how do I become a publicist or how do I break into fashion? And I had advice and I wanted to help. So I really found myself mentoring just as much as I was sharing insider, fun, behind the scenes, celebrity dressing tidbits. And it became a really popular handle. What we decided to do to reveal me as the person was create a behind the scenes of Fashion Week video on YouTube to show my actual job. Because the whole premise was my life as a PR girl living in New York City. So it was a very fly on the wall view. And because this is moms don't have time to read, I will tell you, moms also don't have time to reveal themselves as a Twitter personality. <laughs> the day that I was designated as uploading this YouTube video to reveal myself was the day I was touring a camp for my son, Ramapo Day Camp. And we drove up into like a place with no Wi-Fi. And we are literally walking around this camp. He's like, I don't even know, six or something. And I literally hit submit on the video and I lose all Wi-Fi, all cellular. I hit submit. I have no idea what happens to this video. I'm on this camp tour. They're like, and here's the pool. And I'm like, we know it's a fucking pool. Like we can see there's a pool. But I was like, we need to get out of here. And we finally get back in the car and I'm like, drive, I need cell phone service. And we drive and it was hundreds of thousands of retweets. Like it was insane. And that exploded it. And that was exhilarating, scary, shocking. And then it became like, well, I better be real careful what I say now because now they know it's me. But I didn't want it to change the personality at all. So I had to balance that. But I was a little snarky at times, a little bit like, you know, a little bit page six-ish. But yeah, it was incredible. But also it swallowed me whole as a person. So the rebrand and what I put into On Brand is really about building equity in your own name. So instead of being like Aliza from DKNY, right? I want to be Aliza Licht. And right. that is what this book does for people. And you have this whole thing like, hi, I'm Aliza. You know, like, let me introduce myself to you. So how do you do that? How do you, and how do you do it in the context of a bigger company? Because so many people are working in a big company. Yes. So how do you maintain your own identity in in within a bigger thing, but also when you hang your own shingle up? Great questions. So first of all, it starts with asking yourself, like, what do you want to be known for? And one of the, one of the concepts I really double down on in On Brand is that this is not about becoming an influencer. This is not about building a huge social media presence, unless that's what you want to do. This is very much just as much for the corporate person who wants to level up and get promoted or for the corporate executive who's like, you know what, I'm doing great, but I also want to be thought of as a thought leader in my industry. So how do you see yourself as a whole person within a bigger infrastructure? And it really is as much about your executive presence in company and how you're showing up to how you're emailing people to what you're posting on social media. So the book is very self-reflective. And what I do throughout the book is create these mental gymnastics exercises, right? Where it's like 
Each concept is broken into very small digestible bites. And then I kind of hold the reader's hand to think through like how they're navigating. So self-reflection, what do you want to be known for? Starting off with a classic Venn diagram of thinking about all the facets of your life, all your interests, where, you know, where you work, what you maybe do for a side hustle, what your hobbies are, your interests, to really shape your narrative. Because that is, that's the reason it's the first subtitle, because I believe that if people don't make a concerted effort to understand what they want to be known for and how to shape that narrative, they're not giving other people the tools to speak about them. And I think a strong personal brand is really when people are dropping your names in rooms you're not in, right? And you're being offered opportunities that other people haven't even heard of yet because people know your value. So within a company, it's really about understanding how can you be collaborative? How can you let people understand that you're actually really good at what you do, but also you're proud of your accomplishments and you want people to understand the value you add, but doing it in a strategic and elegant way. And there's a million different exercises, but it can be for anyone who's thinking like, wow, I got passed over for that promotion. Why? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, why didn't I get that promotion? Or to someone whose personal brand is getting a little dusty and maybe they haven't innovated in their role in a while and they need to sort of recognize that like you can't just sit back and relax. So there's so many scenarios, but at the end of the day, it really is aligning your self-reflection with public perception. And public perception can be your colleagues, your family, your friends, whoever is consuming you as a person. Wow. It's also amazing. Tell me about like getting into podcasting. Like, tell me about like where you are now. Like, what happened between DKNY PR girl and how you made your brand now? And like, what you, where you want to take all this? Okay. So, when I left Donna Karen after 17 years, I had Leave Your Mark as my book and I started consulting in marketing and digital, which was challenging because people knew me as the PR person. So part of the rebrand was also to make people understand that I knew how to be a marketer and I knew digital, even though that wasn't like on my resume. You didn't just know digital. You like well, crushed I, it. I, thank you. I mean, I did, but it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like a marketing person. I was a PR person and very much sort of like typecast into that space, especially with DKY PR Girl. Zibby, I sucked at consulting. I consulted <laughs> for 10 months. Oh, I was so bad. I was so bad. I was, I was keeping track of everything. I was, you know, we both have wonderful networks. I was getting every meeting I wanted and landing not one client. And anyone who came to me... But why like, do you think? Why? I think there's an element of brands really want to pay. They want to solve the problem, but they don't actually want to pay. So when Mm. you think about like a corporate salary, I was like, oh, I made X amount per year. I'll just divide that down and figure out my hourly rate. So I wasn't getting the gigs I wanted. And the stuff that was coming at me, I was quite frankly, a snob about it. I was like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I, I had this wonderful luxurious, you know, brand that I was working for as part of LVMH working on Donna Karen collection. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So I wrote this article in Forbes many years ago, which was very popular because it was literally called how, you know, you're not meant to be an entrepreneur. 
And I just basically said, like, it is okay to fail and then be like, okay, this is not for me. Okay. So I publicly failed (laughs) and I felt really good about giving myself that permission. And then I went back in-house to do marketing and communications for a couple of years. And then I got itchy again and I decided... I needed to do something creatively. I wanted to extend the life of Leave Your Mark. I didn't want to write another book. So I decided to do the Leave Your Mark podcast in 2019. And then I decided to extend that into Leave Your Mark community, which is where I mentor people privately. So that's Leave Your Mark. And I I keep on going in and out of house. I was in-house again at one point. Now I'm just a consultant. But what I've done in on brands, I've taken the two decades plus of marketing communications and digital experience in luxury fashion and applied it to people. So now I'm working as a marketing and digital consultant for brands, but also for humans. So the personal <laughs> branding aspect is something that I'm now offering as a service. So when people read this book and they're like, this was a great read. Great. I can't, I still can't do it. I can work. And what makes you think, how are you going to make sure you don't fail in this? Hey, grownups. The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself, and it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast, and those plans are the opposite of quiet. The cat may be disruptive, but it turns out he's also a great help to get fish out of all kinds of predicaments. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the cat in the hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. So sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic Tongue Twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Oh, well, I think there's always an element of failing, but I think, you know, it's like when you finally realize your why and what you're passionate about, like I'm really passionate about helping people amplify themselves and understand their worth. And, you know, just like I started mentoring on DKNYPR Girl Twitter for no reason, like I really genuinely enjoy helping people see themselves So I don't think I'm going to fail at this because it's like a passion project. And if I didn't make $1 doing it, I would still do it. So fun. So I know there are so many different pieces of advice in the book. What are some of the things, let's just take do's and don'ts for personal branding or company branding or whatever. Like what are some of the things you've seen that really get people in trouble or what are some of the maybe low-hanging fruit, if you will, or easiest things people can do to cement their who they want to be or what they're putting out in the world? Like, what are some things like you're like, these are non-negotiable? Love non-negotiable. So your bio and what you're writing in that bio, whether it's on your website, on LinkedIn, on your social media, consistency, but also words that support your goal. 
in the book, I say like some people are like, I'm a Netflix junkie and a Taylor Swift fan. It's like, great. But if you're like an aspiring journalist, like how do we know that? So leveraging that real estate to actually do the talking for you, your email signature. So many people waste that space where it says like sent from my iPhone. Okay. You guys don't work for Apple, do you? Because you're doing marketing for Apple when you keep that there. Mm. Why not include a link to you know, an article you wrote or your website or your latest episode of your podcast, like handing people who you are on a silver platter. (laughs) I'm literally like secretly writing this down. I don't even use my (laughs) signatures ever. I don't even, I don't even have one. I'm like, I don't know. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, there you go. Thank you. So handing, handing yourself on a silver platter, this goes back to the shaping your narrative because we assume people know what we want to do or do. Nobody does. Dory Clark's in my book. She's a brilliant communications coach. She very beautifully says, no one is thinking about you. No one has time to think about you. So if you're not helping people do your PR for you by telling them exactly what you do or are looking to do, you're not giving them the tools to help you. So consistency, making sure that whatever you're putting out there is supporting your goal But then thinking about who your stakeholders are, like whose attention are you looking to get? Are you looking to impress your boss? Are you looking to get clients? Are you looking to get investors? And really thinking about your content mix, especially on social media, with them in mind. And a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, this is my personal social media, and there is no such thing as personal social media. And even if you're private, there is no such thing. We still see your bio and anyone can screenshot any single thing you post. And this has happened to someone I know where she forgot that a page six reporter was a Facebook friend amongst her 10,000 friends. And the person was not a friend and she screenshot this post and it ended up in the paper. So if you're not comfortable seeing a post as like a full page spread in a newspaper, don't post it because the screenshot is way more powerful than the delete button. And then beyond beyond that, it's really, I think, working on understanding how you see yourself, but really how other people see you. So there's a lot of exercises in the book to help you actually get feedback from others because you may think you're X, Y, and Z, but people around you are like, "Mm, no, you're A, B, and C. Like, so you really do have to marry those two areas and, and then really understanding how you're showing up. A lot of people, especially in corporate, now that we're sort of hybrid, remote, whatever, they're, they're forgetting how important it is to show up in a meeting and give eye contact, right? Or to show up in person and engage. And thinking about how you're earning social capital and how people are perceiving you. Like, are you good to work with? Would they want to work with you again? Like all of these things roll up to your personal brand, but also remembering that it's not just what you say and what you post. It's also what you choose to align with. And a lot of times people fail at personal branding because what they actually do is in conflict to what they say they believe. Mm, Interesting. You should teach a class. Do you teach classes? I don't teach a class, but I love teaching. You should teach a Zibby class. I would love to teach a Zibby class. That would be really fun. I feel like a lot of authors in particular could use help with your branding advice. Well, I would love to. And by the way, you have the galley, but I have the real one. It's metallic. Oh, oh my God. That's so cool. 
Yeah, you're wow, getting it. That cover. You're getting it. This is my only copy, but you're getting it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would love to. I would love to. I think it's, I think especially for authors, it's, you know, the heart, you know, it's like you think the hard part is writing the book, right? But the hard part is also marketing the book. And you really are yeah. left on your own. I mean, you do a brilliant job for your authors, but a lot of people who are not part of Zibi Books or don't have the support or publishing themselves, it really is like a black hole. So these tips are for an author, they're for any single type of person who really wants to understand how they're showing up in the world and new. Amazing. I love that. Go back to the podcast for a second. Tell everybody about your podcast. My podcast is called Leave Your Mark, which is inspired by the book, Leave Your Mark. And it is every Sunday I bring on guests. It's really meant to be tactical career advice. So Leave Your Mark, the book cover is a coffee cup with my red lip stain because that's my coffee every day. Leave Your Mark podcast is the same image. And one of the things I wanted to do with this show was one, really bring my network together to deliver advice every week, but not just advice. You know how sometimes you're listening to a show and you're like hearing someone who's extraordinarily successful and you're like, that's great, but I'm never going to build like a billion dollar company. Like I kind of just want to do a good job in my role right this minute. So I think leave your mark is much more down to earth in the sense of you're walking away with tactical career advice, but you're also not walking away feeling badly about yourself in the sense that you'll never measure up to that like unbelievably successful person. So I try to make it humble in that sense and, and really, again, the small digestible bites of like every episode has like three main takeaways in the title. I think it's important to note also, which goes back to sort of the ethos of on brand and building equity in your name. I never put the guest's company in the title of the episode because mm -hmm. I want their name to stand on its own because what you do today may not be what you do tomorrow. And I think it's really important to show every guest that like, no, you matter as yourself. It doesn't matter where you work. The lessons are the same and they take their skills wherever they go. I love that. Um, have you read the new book by Tara Schuster? She left Comedy Central. She had like a massive bestseller during the pandemic and now she has a new book out. But anyway, it's all about how she lost her job at Comedy Central and for her whole life, she was Tara Schuster Comedy Central, like all one phrase. And like yep. she went into this spiraling kind of depression and search for identity after. And part of the book is about like the rebound from that and figuring out who you are when you're so closely aligned to your job. And it's about many other things too. But since I've read that, I find, I keep finding this happening to people like all the time. Like so-and-so worked here forever, but like, who am I now that I sold my company? Who am I now that I left that company? And like, that's who I was. And yeah. I feel like that's happening to so many people right now. So I feel like you're your book and your advice could not come at a better time, especially with this, like, we are all, no matter how invested we are in companies, like people, right? People, daughters, mother, you know, whatever we are. And the company is just one piece of it, right? So- Yes, yes. And it does start to feel, I mean, I remember that first, you know, week when I was, you know, my unemployed self, you feel like less of a person. Mm -hmm. You feel naked without that title, without the credibility of that company. And that's really, it's an unfortunate and an uncomfortable feeling. But what's worse 
is when people actually don't respond to your emails anymore or don't pick up the phone because you're not really offering the same thing that you once were at X company. And that if, if everyone walks away with one piece of advice today or one lesson, like don't do that to your friends, like stay in touch. Like people, they're, you know, it's, it's disheartening when people go through that. So identity crisis is real. And it's not to say that you can't put tons of value into the company you work at and, and completely appreciate that you're part of that team, but always remember that your name isn't on the door. And even if it is, founders can be replaced. We see it all the time. So it's really about putting the equity in your own name and making sure that you know that you're good enough without it. Love that. I love it so much. Lisa, thank you so much. On Thank brand, you. this is not the silver edition, but on brand, share your narrative, <laughs> share your vision, shift their perception. Love it. Thank you, Zibby. I appreciate you. it. Thank Thanks you. for coming on. Okay. My pleasure. All right. Stay in touch. So fun. Thank so you fun. so much. Okay. And I would love to do that class. So let me know if you... Yes. If I'm going to put you in touch with the person who runs the classes. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank okay. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.